0: Hello and welcome to What Our Point Weekly, where we bring together a variety of perspectives to discuss the biggest stories of the week and decide what our point, or if in fact there are no point at all. Please, if you like what you hear, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Today it is Friday, May 27th. Ben and Dan are here. Hello. Hello. Ben, how are you? You survived your third wave of COVID?
1: Uh, yeah, we survived. Obviously, I think regular listeners will know that I'm very pro-vax, but I'm... I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of frustrated by the fact that I had a booster two months ago and I had symptomatic COVID uh, and I'm still dealing with it now. So that has been a real pain in the ass. Would not surprise me if a new variant comes out in retrospect, but we'll see.
0: So what do you think this was? Is this, yeah, is this some different variation on...
1: I think if I, so if we just talk about my personal medical history we are 99 sure that we had covid in like march april of 2020 so back when it was more or less impossible to get tested um but basically my mother-in-law lost her sense of taste for like three weeks uh and we were within the same bubble and it seems pretty likely that we had it then because we all got sick around then we definitely had it in november like thanksgiving of 2020 and this might be our first encounter with omicron so it's possible that it's that again, I, you know, to have had it twice and to have had three shots and still be symptomatic is pretty, uh, yeah, pretty it ridiculous. Sounds, it sounds rare too.
0: Cause doesn't, isn't your body supposed to like get better at fighting it off?
1: You would think that would be that would be that would be the idea the, the or the way it's supposed well, to work. Well, there's
2: some argument. Yeah, there's some argument that you're doing a little too much like gaming all day and night and you need to get out and get a little sun and vitamin D to help the immune system, but I'm, I'm I don't want to I mean, I don't know advice, about, like, but yeah. I get, you live I in Portugal and you're like a sheet of white. Oh, so. be like well, What that? are you talking so, about? I'm tan as hell. Yeah, um, damn, I'm not on. maybe it's the blue light then that you're using <laughs> in this setup video setup, but for the listeners he does not look tan.
1: Well, <laughs> well I, 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 uh, uh, my skin so doesn't get as tan as I get freckly. Like I'm, I'm a very freckly person. Uh, very you know, tan. as long as are okay. as long as we're disclosing personal details. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, you know, in in all seriousness, like there is some potential to the to the notion that like to have had COVID before any of the shots and before any of the variants emerged is potentially a problem, right? Like this is why we have to have flu shots and flu, you know, the flu shots don't work well because if your body has already developed antibodies that are kind of like the pathogen, um, you know, after it's evolved, then they will produce those antibodies. You won't necessarily get the kind of response that's required to make them more adherent and more effective. So you'll kind of just produce shitty antibodies for a while Mm. and you won't necessarily go down the the road of making new clones so this is part of the this is it's kind of a hypothetical i don't know exactly I what you're saying though that you didn't like have
0: the initial shock of the vaccine that just got your system right all in one thing as opposed to this sort of like natural, hey. oh yeah he just kicks in the door and enters the pub.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm late sorry
0: Flip but yeah, up, so this,
1: like you know. yeah, this is there's this a late graceful
2: like... entrance, and there's a late just Nicholas appearance. <laughs> like just, who knows? <laughs> could have been Roy. in the middle of a philosophical discussion, and you're just coming
1: in, <laughs> coming in hot, coming in hot. Jenkins. <laughs> you know, the, what we're describing basically is like epitope shifting. So essentially, like antibodies target some like very specific small sequence, and if you pick up mutations in that sequence, it might not be enough to make your body not produce those antibodies, but it's enough to make those antibodies not specific enough to prevent infection. So this is like potentially a problem and this is what happens with flu every single year so like i've said from day one i think covid is eventually going to go down the same flu pathway so we'll see
0: it's also just funny that your daughter she she seems to handle it better or she's not getting as sick
1: well the little one has always been a tank so she never gets sick and this is like up there with the sickest she's been like she's really only been sick with covid twice other than that she's just handles everything uh, Emilia had gotten sick a lot, especially after we first moved to Portugal, and she encountered a whole bunch of viruses she'd never seen before. Um, but she was the one who brought her home, um, probably because she's ran into COVID tons and tons of times at preschool, uh, and was completely asymptomatic. And she she handled it the best. So,
0: got it. You know. All right. Well, it's good to hear you're at least doing okay. Or it's no, you
1: know, people have a way worse. I, I shouldn't like disparage the vaccine. God knows, like if I if I uh, hadn't ha- if I hadn't been vaccinated, there's every chance that I could be on a ventilator right now and fighting for my life or That's something. Good. So, in the scheme of things, we'll we'll be fine. I'll deal with uh, a little bit of cough.
0: All right. So, but, Ben, uh, what do you feel about uh, the latest American mass shooting? Give us your international perspective. <sighs> fucking
1: a, I feel immensely glad that I moved out of the U.S. When I did, like I cannot frankly imagine sending my kids to public school in the u.s at this point it it, if elementary schools are being targeted it like there's no there's no possible justification for it you know it's not because the school has too many doors it's not because like the elementary school kids were bullies there's like this is the this is like the most distilled and pure form of evil that i can conceive of Maybe my view is a little bit warped as a parent, but like, uh, wait, you don't think like, it
0: makes sense to have more officers there with guns in case this, yes. Yeah, so they can stand only...
1: outside and wait for fucking 78 minutes before they go in because they're afraid of being shot. What the fuck is the point of funding the police? Like, how can you justify like all of the, 40% of the municipal budget of this town goes to the police force so they can have a SWAT team with all these fucking toys and they could stand around to detain parents from going in to actually risk their, who are willing to risk their lives or they can go into the school, pull their kids out, and leave the other kids, just abandon them. There were 19 police officers inside the school who did nothing for 78 fucking minutes. There's like 12 calls, 911 calls from kids in these rooms
0: who yeah, that's pretty are describing
1: what's going on. And the police are just standing around like preventing their parents from doing anything. Like, it is fucking insane. It is indefensible.
0: It is like, amazing how.
1: Police department needs to be defunded. They all need to be fucking prosecuted for felony child neglect. I'm sorry, like if you you can't have it both ways. You can't be a police officer and be like, oh thin blue line. Let, let me put the Punisher skull because I'm a fucking badass, even though I don't work in the top ten of most dangerous professions in the United States, and then stand outside like a fucking coward. While teachers are dealing with armed gunmen and watching these kids be shot, I'm like, this is just—it's is just so mind-boggling to me. I'm so, so fucking glad I live in
0: Europe. What do you, what do you think, Nick, of the whole argument? It seems like what I always get when I hear conservative media is that—I mean, it's just such a perverse logic, but that the uh, the gun issue in america the genie's out of the bottle so like it's it's not really worth trying to go back now and you need more guns or more security to protect against the amount the over proliferation of guns in our society
3: uh, yeah i mean obviously there's really uh, i mean i'm at a loss for words and seeing the videos of like cops restraining parents to me is just insane and there's, there's this weird, like, uh, unholy kind of alliance on this. Like, you're seeing, like, Tucker Carlson kind of agree with, like, I mean, pretty much everyone on every side of the political spectrum is outraged by the conduct of, like, certainly the police in this case. I mean, luckily, there was a heroic CBP officer who did storm in and take out the killer. But I, I still don't understand uh, what happened. And
1: They were held up there for 40 minutes. The Border Patrol team got there at 1210. They couldn't yeah. go in until 1248 because the local police were preventing them from intervening. Yeah,
3: that is to me, that what is the insane. Fuck? And they lowered there the, were kids alive and died in that time. Come on. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it, it is horrendous. I mean, that's, that's the thing is in that situation, it's going to muddle the gun control debate because on the right, you're, you're going to see folks say, well, it wouldn't have been as bad had the police done their job. On the left, you'll say, well, you know, obviously, you know, gun control, reasonable gun control would have prevented this. So it, once again, there's no nationwide consensus, although, I mean, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, from my own perspective, I mean, I think Florida, you saw Florida raise the age, not to weigh in on the general gun control debate about whether or not people should have the right or not the right to purchase certain types of weapons, but just there's like common sense measures that I think either enforcing current law or raising the age for example to 21. These are things Florida did that after Parkland and you know certainly I think with certain types of weapons I think that makes sense. So do you, you know, think
0: what's the political route forward? Like Dan, how do you see the uh, Schumer's trying to pause legislation for like more backdoor negotiations or whatever? What is, like, how does this I mean, work itself out? I, you know, it's, it seems like it's going to be Senator Corrin
2: from Texas working with Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, to decide if the Senate will pass a gun control bill. Um, seems unlikely, though. Uh, Especially with uh, the
0: NRA convention, that's a whole different level of this, which is pretty wild. You would, I would imagine some drama happens there this weekend.
1: Well, Corrin pulled out of it, along with uh, Abbott and um daniel's well, lieutenant pulled out is uh, an they, interesting statement right, yeah, i not yeah. know
2: not going well, in person but still releasing a video who knows corin right? didn't corin yeah. didn't
1: do that at least corin claimed that he had a schedule in conflict that he didn't recognize until today uh which is obviously a lie I um, yeah you know we'll see like i i just find like the whole argument to be so in such bad faith because no one is saying that like we need to stop this completely i i I also don't understand the argument that, like, gun control wouldn't work and bad guys will find a way to, to get a gun anyways. It's not a fucking coincidence that this dude waited until the first day it was legal for him to go and buy a gun to go and do it. Like, we don't need to stop 100% of these shootings. We need to make it more difficult and more challenging and just, like, there, look at the, look at abortion. Why is there a 48-hour, like, waiting period to get an abortion but not a fucking assault rifle? Like – how does this make any sense? This is, it's so the, fucking gun backwards. Control,
3: well, the other thing is to, to no, I'm not saying I'm supporting or against this, but I'm just saying that like to do gun control in the United States would be a monumental task. It's not Australia. It's not the UK. We are the most heavily armed society on the planet. We have more guns than people in this country. It is not relative to other societies, even in New Zealand, for example, which recently banned assault weapons. You'd have to like buy, do a buyback program. You'd have to, Course. But you don't be... have to do those things. No,
1: no no no. That's a false equivalence. You don't have to do those things. You you like baby steps are fine. We need to start doing things. Obviously, yes, it would be better if we could get rid of all of the fucking guns in the US already. I I understand. That's even not if that's gonna my pipe. I know, I know. Happen. That's what I'm saying. It will never fucking happen. But let's at least stop fucking psychotic eighteen year olds from walking into a gun store and buying two
0: ar It just seems like the birthday. Like the political argument to to delay right now makes it, that those arguments make less and less sense to me because, like Ben's saying, th- there's always a false equivalency made and so no steps are ever made. So you just got to start, you know, putting one foot in front of the other. And so it makes you wonder, for these basic things, you know, everyone says ninety percent of Americans believe in background checks or just like you sh- an assault weapons ban or like all these type of things. Is it the time? How do you how can you get people like either do you peer pressure someone enough like Ted Cruz or these other people, or are they going to dig their heels in now so far that you just have to vote them out later? Like, what is the strategy? Is it like bully pulpit or is it, but, but now then you've got gerrymandering, so it's impossible to vote anyone out, or I guess that's different for the Senate,
3: but but they're, they're just speaking of guns, but there's also, there's, there's, there's topics that I'm not – this isn't, like, a right-wing talking point to say, oh, my God, it's a mental health problem. It's not a gun issue. I mean, it's all of the above to a certain degree. But we do have this, like, crisis of purpose in our country of disconnection and of mental health that, like, there are things that, you know, like, there are things that uh, folks can do to sort of – I mean, again, I'm not a uh, mental health expert. I'm not a public public health expert to, to any degree, but uh, I, there, there's a lot of factors in this that aren't being talked about. It, it, no, it, people it, are talking this,
1: about those things, but it's also fine. Like, you could. there's no reason you can't do both things at the same time. And Texas can't fucking claim that this is a mental health problem and it's only done to mental health when Governor Abbott rejected federal funding for mental health crises, for, like, this exact thing. You can't fucking, like... Turn this down and say, oh, God, if only there was something that could be done. It's just mental health. That like, you could do really both these fucking things. Like, it's when not he, rocket science.
0: When he science. first read the—when he was first reporting on it, he was reading the page with so little emotion. It felt like he was, like, reading a recipe or something or, like, reading instructions for putting together furniture. And then the next day, you could tell he was, like, coached to be more emotional. Like, he went from, like, oh, God, I can't say anything and, like, talking around the gun issue— like addressing mental health talking about the size of the door just the amount of mental gymnastics republicans it seems like go through to like you can see in their head like i gotta keep this donor happy i can't say this word that's a word that like tuck Carlson Carlson will rake me over the coals for if i say it the media the like political landscape he, right now is very. and i'm not
3: bad. look it is there's a there's a i would say culturally in our country there's an issue with people there's there's there there needs to be a culture shift in changing personal responsibility vis-a-vis guns like they're not toys i don't i am not in favor of taking guns away from law abiding citizens who who are diligent about using it and know the risk about using what you know it is whether whatever you think of the second amendment it is there it, it is it is present in the constitution and it is not going away anytime soon that being said i think there's like this trivialization <sighs> There needs to be like a, a raise the stakes of personal responsibility when it comes to gun usage, and I don't. Again, I don't know from a policy perspective what that actually translates to. And, and again, I'm certainly not in, in favor of like infringing on on people's rights, but I do think that there needs to be a culture shift in our country about how we view guns. They're not allow
1: civil lawsuits against gun manufacturers. Award millions and millions and millions of dollars from police departments like this one completely but, failed, but so that completely failed to law the law families question, and from gun manufacturers. And you then do see that, how
3: long – make- if you do that, you make, for example, automotive manufacturers liable if someone gets behind the wheel of a car and drinks and drives. No, and because
1: them. there's a fucking licensing process. You have to go through rigorous
3: background checks My, to get a driver's license. Sure. Why there, the fuck so is not the same be, thing for a gun? Mo- if that was the case, states then also yes, I would have. With you. I mean, it, it might not be as rigorous as a motor vehicle, but states do have permitting licenses, like. And they don't fucking firearms. work.
1: They don't fucking work.
3: Like the. Sure. Like, I mean, but in terms of making gun manufacturers liable. When you change, I'm not saying that's I'm pro or against it I'm just saying that if you change a type of law like that it has ramifications in the non-gun world including automotive manifests. That's the first thing that came to mind all right, why, why is that even, I mean yeah, the devils it, always the in the the details. situation yeah, I don't can understand you just yeah, like, make that yeah. law specifically
0: for guns Nick you can't just use the term yeah. devils in the details all the time you use I love all your dad-isms, though that's like, like a, a very. Geor- uh, a car, isn't, like a very a car
1: isn't a thing thats specifically George that specific Bush Sr. designed is to, to kill face. Right. Like exactly. this is a specific yeah. thing. I, I, I don't understand how this is applicable. Yeah. Like, are, Well, I would say, no, I,
2: way, I, you know,
3: it's a, from a presupposing
2: I mean, all I, of this conversation is that there is any ability to write any gun legislation and have it upheld by the radical Supreme Court. So we should all just remember that all gun control is unconstitutional, given the six people that have made up the Supreme Court. So when Justice Thomas, oh, God. Justice Thomas writes an opinion saying that the, you know, uniform bipartisan save the kids bill that the Senate passes in three weeks is immediately unconstitutional, then we can all just uh, maybe all have a right. party outside each of
0: we-
1: Move to Europe. Like, anyone with half a brain, move to Europe. It's, whoa, like, whoa, like, whoa. Where the recession's gonna be? I'm sorry. Like, uh, sure, There's your kids are gonna survive, ready, though.
2: If you, we should do, um, as part of this, and maybe on our Instagram, Seth, you can just start sending real estate listings to fun places to live in Portugal. <laughs> Uh, my brother is currently in Portugal right now. I told him to look up some stuff while he's there for a wedding. Oh, and see if any cool. fun spots. You know. Um, should, we,
0: should we shift to what our point spread have been? What's your prediction on tonight's game? Right. Today is a very
2: stressful day for two members of this podcast as their favorite basketball team may or may not be going to the NBA Finals.
1: Uh, I think the Celtics will win pretty comfortably. I think Miami is just like cross the Rubicon in terms of injuries, and they are so ineffective against uh, Boston's half-court defense, because Boston has a historically great half-court defense, or just defense in general. Uh, and Miami doesn't have the on-ball creators. I don't. I haven't looked up whether or not Tyler Hero's playing. I don't know if he's able to make I was make trying it to get
2: some it. live updates for the pod, but there's no one... Uh, nothing yet. The game's still in five I hours. Know,
1: smart, and, smart and Time Lord are both questionable, but I'm assuming they're going to play. I think the Celtics have made two very smart adjustments. They basically stopped treating Butler like a scoring threat. So they just drop every pick and roll with him. Then on offense, in the second half of game five, they took uh, away the strong side corner because the Heat were just cheating off of that person to essentially send three people at every pick and roll the Celtics were running. So now they can play a two-v-two, two two-man two game uh, on every strong side pick and roll. And I think that that's just a lot more effective if they're aggressive enough and they drop to the hoop. So... I'm not gonna obviously never say never. Uh, the Celtics could fucking turn the ball over thirty times in this game and then they'll lose. But if they don't turn the ball over and Miami has to attack a set half court Boston defense, there's just they've scored like eighty five points per hundred this series, so that's just like the worst offense by a fucking mile in the NBA this this regular season. So I don't see how they can get it done.
0: so Dan, are you gonna have you figured out your tickets for when you're gonna go to the? The finals. We'll see
2: if the Celtics make it, but there are going to be NBA finals games next weekend in San Francisco. So, it I see the Golden State Warriors, but we uh, we have to see if the Celtics are in it too. Celtics are in it. it might be too Oh hard wow, to the
0: Celtics were favored by eight and a half. That's a lot. It's uh, well, they've been the games at home. They've
2: like played.
1: Except very for game well. three, but yeah,
2: game three they had one bad quarter, and outside of that, they were smoking people. I don't know. The line's eight and a half, which is a little, little steep, but the game. I think it's in close. line
1: with like the way this series has gone. Like if the the margin of victory is like the smallest margin of victory has been six, and that was the Heat in games, game three on the road. Right. Like the home the home team margin of victory has been like 15 points on average this yeah. series, and I you know I just like I was saying I don't think the Heat can score enough. Like if Boston scores 95 right. points, can the Heat beat them? That's,
2: That's the, the tough thing like, about a high line, though. It's like it could be a very low yeah, scoring sure. game,
1: so eight becomes. Anyways.
2: Um, it'll be interesting. We will. There's some but fun. But Miami has also
1: that. put up worst back-to-back scoring stretch of any team in the playoffs, I think, in like a decade. So
2: the uh, Spoelstra said he's sticking with the same starting lineup, so we'll see how Excellent. that goes. That's great uh, news. And the other one that's interesting is that if the Celtics do win, Al Horford right now currently has the record for most playoff games without an appearance in the NBA Finals, and so. He's played in 130 playoff games, so this could be huge for him.
0: I think that'll be a really good finals the more I think about it because the Celtics do just—they're so versatile, and uh, the Warriors are just such a fun team to watch, but they also, you know, they have holes in their team. But if they they all play well together, they're, like, unbeatable. So it'll be, like—it seems like it'll be a chess match when the— Boston
1: has, like, the best record of any team against the Warriors in the uh, last—like, since it became the Warrior Warriors— Right. But the only team that Steve Kerr record. has
2: a yeah, Steve, Tur- Steve Kerr has a winning record against 30 teams, every team but the Celtics. And the 32nd yeah. team is them. So, Steve Kerr has a winning nice. record. It's kind nice of a crazy test. Nice greatest run as a head coach maybe ever, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe Phil Jackson with the Lakers where he walked into an amazing team, but
0: Oh wait, like, let's What are the other random Okay, so Ben, you got to give us a Champions League final prediction as well. What's going to happen?
1: Uh I don't I don't even know. I haven't like sat down and thought about it too much. I think Liverpool are the better team, but Real Madrid have like have had a horseshoe up their ass for this entire fucking tournament. So who knows? Um, right.
2: The spirit is with Real Madrid. If Liverpool wins, it's just such a boring story, right? So boring.
1: Yeah, I do we think like Liverpool, Liverpool might be kind of pissed <laughs> off by losing their quadruple in such dramatic fashion. So we'll see.
0: Oh. That'll be fun. And isn't it Monaco this weekend?
1: It is the Monaco Grand Prix. Um, Monaco. For people who watch Drive to Survive, everyone will be like, oh, Monaco's, like, the most interesting, cool. the biggest the biggest Grand Prix. It's the worst race of the year every single year because it's the narrowest street circuit, so literally yeah, yeah, it's yeah. impossible to pass. Uh, so it's all going to come down to qualifying. It looks like – so Mercedes made a big leap last weekend, but it looks like that big leap, like, completely fucked their car for this weekend. So – I think they're kind of probably out of it. I think it's probably going to be a Ferrari one too, depending on how qualifying goes. The only potentially interesting wrinkle is that it's supposed to rain on Sunday. So for mm. the race itself. So that might be interesting, but interesting. the rebel looks a couple of tenths slower than the Ferrari, uh, at least in the practice sessions we'll see in qualifying.
0: But what are yeah. you, uh what are you doing for Memorial day, Dan? Any fun plans in the sun. No, no huge fun plans. Hopefully. Uh,
2: celebrating a celtics victory oh yeah and theo turned two
0: happy birthday Theo
2: turned two theo is old and now i'm an old dad i have a two-year-old so you legit
0: old dad dan
2: yeah Yeah. seth where are you coming to us live from you have a different background than normal
0: my sister's apartment oh very nice apartment yeah you want she
2: can give you some art advice sometime if you want some. she looks like she has some great art there so maybe we should do that like decorating your space with martine (laughs) art critic and investor extraordinaire
1: i like it we get there was a whole like uh twitter account the height of the pandemic like rating your zoom background rate your room yeah yeah that was actually
2: canceled for being elitist because it was
1: uh, only
2: wealthy people (laughs) would be able to have a no no, i'm joking but i think it probably was canceled but because it's like disparaging people that just like it's true podcast from their like closet because yeah. they didn't have a fifth office that was empty to be a video background
0: yeah not not everyone has a sunroom like dan over here <laughs> right exactly <laughs> I, I like to call it heaven because i have this glowing I feel white bad. Background.
1: i feel like i yelled at nick a lot
0: <laughs> that's okay he's the he's the stand-in republican to yell at he, he kind of gets it well, please tune in next week where barring another mass shooting we will address the end of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case talk to you then stay safe everyone